Hello and welcome to the Mindful Chats podcast. I'm your host, Dara Torres, and on this podcast, I talk about mindset, mental health, and so much more. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope that you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to the Mindful Chats podcast. If you're new here, my name is Dara. I'm an Irish girl living in Scotland, and on this podcast, I chat about all things mental health, mindfulness, all that good stuff. So welcome to the podcast if you're new here. Today's chat is going to be just a wee random chat. The last podcast that I did, I chatted about a lot. I don't know if you if you listened to that episode, but I, I touched on quite a lot in that last episode in regards to, you know, what I've been going through in the past few months. Um, we lost a really good friend on the 7th of May and life's been a bit of a roller coaster since then. Uh, the funeral was on the 5th of June and now, you know, things are starting to, they'll never be normal, but, you know, we're like starting to get a bit of a routine back, let's just say. But the past month and a bit has definitely taught me a lot regarding, you know, mental health and how it is, how important it is to look after your own mental health. And I've started to realise that I really need to prioritise my own mental health as well. Um, I always try to prioritise my mental health, but especially in these past few days, I've been incredibly proactive in that. And I've been proactive in that, in the realization that, you know, I needed to take myself off of social media. And I have done that. And I talked about that a lot in the, the last episode as well, just because, you know, social media really isn't good for my mental health and call me old school, but I just kind of want the podcast without having to use social media. And in today's world, in this modern world, that's not the easiest thing to do because we're constantly told you need social media, you need to market through social media. And of course, it's a fantastic way of marketing. But if it's not good for your mental health and you struggle to find balance with it, then, you know, there's other ways of doing things like the old school way of doing things is still a way of doing things um and it's really hard and I talked about this in the last episode as well I feel like I definitely rely on my phone for so much and I have it on me majority of the time because you know people don't just even text me like they whatsapp me I get emails through my phone I set alarms on my phone if I go to the shops like big supermarkets I scan my club card little plus nectar you name it um, I've got it all. Um, a lot of things will say you need to download the app to do this. We've moved on to the app. You know, the world is starting to change so that it's adapted to smartphones. Like everything is on a smartphone now. And it's like we're almost forgetting how to do things the old way. And a lot of the old way of old ways of doing things are now being completely, you know, taken over by technology as well. It's it's quite sad to see sometimes like you go into a shop and you're used to chatting to somebody at the counter and you know I went back to Derry recently and I used to work in a shop when I was younger and I loved working there it was my first like proper face-to-face role with people chatting to customers all the time and I loved that wee job whenever I was younger and I went in and I was just I think there was like one person on a desk and it had just been completely changed it all self-checkout and it made me feel a bit sad and I understand that it's you know it's so much handier to do that it's faster but I just feel like 
communication and social interaction is being more and more limited all the time. And I think it's just making us a bit odd sometimes, you know, it just I can do. And it's such an interesting topic because I actually read an article not that long ago that said um, the younger generation are starting to change to flip phones because they find smartphones really distracting. And I find this so interesting because... I um, like I was born in 1994. I'm going to be 29 this year, and my generation was the generation where you know phones were just starting to be a thing. You know, I had like a wee Motorola um, flip phone. Uh, you know, it it could barely even take a photo. Like we would have to go up to the TV if you wanted a new ringtone. Tell everybody in the room to be quiet and press record on your phone so that you could <laughs> record the music from the music channel, and then that would be like your your ringtone on your phone. And, you know, the internet was just like a very new thing. We had internet in our house eventually, and we had a computer in the spare room that was connected with a cable. And it was one of those things that you couldn't use the phone and the computer at the same time. And, you know, I, I seen the development of, you know, the internet and social media. And I had like an MSN account whenever I was probably 11 and then that started to become a thing you know whenever I went to a different school for my friends we would use MSN to talk to each other and then I used Bebo (laughs) to chat to friends um if anybody remembers Bebo (laughs) uh I was never like a MySpace person and then we had Facebook and of course Facebook was absolutely huge um I remember like I used Facebook on my laptop and I remember I didn't have a smartphone and I didn't have enough money for a smartphone at the time. And, you know, I didn't just get handed one. And I remember just being like so keen to get a smartphone because I really wanted to use Instagram and you could only use it on a smartphone and everybody else was using Instagram. And I really wanted it because it seemed like such a cool thing to have an Instagram account. Um, so I was like, the first thing I did when I got a smartphone <laughs> um, was download Instagram and I felt really cool because I was like, I can say like cool Instagram photos, whatever. And it's only progressed since then. And, you know, it's absolutely massive now. Like it's absolutely insane how much social media has taken over our world. And, you know, it's very, if I really reflect back, it's it's very evident to me how that progressed over the years and how I went from, you know, being this kid that ran around the street with my friends to leaning more into somebody that messaged them online. Um, And that is quite sad, in my opinion. And I think it is the case, um, you know, in a lot of situations, like we're more likely to just send somebody a text message and ask how they're doing rather than text them and say like Johnny meet up and actually go meet up with them or pop around to their house you know it's it's just the way the world is now and don't get me wrong it has like fantastic benefits it's you know I my family's in Ireland and I can FaceTime them and video call them and you know feel like I'm I'm really with them and you know it has its benefits in that way but I just I feel very drawn recently to connect with that old way of doing things and I kind of I find it funny that the younger generation are realizing that more than than us I feel like my generation are maybe are maybe you know we've grown up with social media and we were like oh this is so cool 
and we went through like a phase with it or a lot of people did anyway I know I obviously did being on social media you know uh, doing content creation and stuff I, I really put myself out there online I used social media very heavily um, I was you know on YouTube Instagram you name it I was on it making videos doing content and um, you know connecting with people in that way and I think our generation are maybe starting to realize the the true effects of social media on our mental health um, and I think the younger generation are even more clued into that and they clearly recognize that this is this is something that is not good for them they find it distracting they find it quite toxic and there is a massive um, pattern in the the generation below us not using social media or you know not understanding why people would use it so much because they know how how bad it can be for you and it's quite refreshing to hear that and this you know it could have something to do with the fact that the 90s is back <laughs> or it has been for a, for a while there was a massive trend in like younger generation wearing a lot of 90s fashion clothes and that is a very 90s mentality so maybe it's part fashion part you know I don't want to be constantly connected to the internet all the time in my pocket and I actually totally get that and there's just something to be said for not having your phone on you all the time I was pro- I was procrastinating a lot this morning I slept I know you bet I was going to go a run really early but I got up I cleaned my house a wee bit but then I finally went out my run and I'm not long back. I left my phone in the house. Um, I took like nothing with me. I just went out in my running gear and just went out for like an hour, did a bit of running, walking, like we bites of both um in nature. And honestly, it's just the difference is just unbelievable. Like you feel just completely connected to the world around you. And I feel like even just having my phone in my pocket, I feel like for some reason I just don't feel as present maybe it's because it, maybe it's a subconscious thing of you know that thing of better check my phone or I wonder if I have any messages or you know even just if you're writing about and your phone does ping or vibrate it instantly distracts you and you feel the need to either check it or if it's in your head I must see who that is later you know obviously I just I just think we're so contactable now and that's a really good thing sometimes but you know, it's just, I don't know. I, d- I don't know how to feel about it and I don't think I like it anymore. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if I changed to a flip phone. <laughs> and I think that's why I really like podcasting because right now I'm sitting down at a desk, I'm chatting into the mic and I will edit this, upload it and then step away. And that's it until I go to record another episode. And I really like that. It feels like you do it and then you disconnect. And, you know, I could do that with other social media, but there's something about social media that pulls me back to just, even if I tell myself, right, I'm going to go on it for like five minutes today and that's absolutely it. It just gets in your head all the time. Like if you're out and you see something really cool, you're like, oh, I should maybe take a video, a video. (laughs) I should maybe take a video because this would like, I would love to put this on my Instagram. I'll make a reel. Um, I'll, I'll take photos for whatever. And, you know, that's totally harmless sometimes, but I think it just, for me, it just, I stop seeing things for what they are and maybe start seeing them as content. 
And I think that really messes with my head a wee bit. Um, you know, you see everything as a content opportunity, especially when you are, you know, uploading content all the time. And it's it's not uncommon for people to go to places purely because it's Instagram what's the word? Instagram worthy. <laughs> like people describe cafes and stuff like the most Instagrammed cafe. Like there's a place in Edinburgh, I won't name it, that's like a cafe that is known for being like the Insta hub because it's so aesthetically pleasing. Um, you know, they have walls where people go to take Instagram photos. Um, you know, people go to places purely because they're like, oh my God, I want to go there because it looks so nice. And in the back of their head, it's because they want to take photos of it. And, you know, that's something that I've definitely done in the past as well. You know, I thought, oh, we could definitely go there um, because obviously it looks really nice. But part of me was also like, it, that would make a really good video. You know, if we went there, I know that I could take like amazing photos as well. Like I'm definitely going to take photos whenever I'm there. And I think just not having that completely changes your relationship with your surroundings. And whenever I take that out of the equation, I'm going places and just like absorbing it. And I'm going places because I genuinely want to go there. And because I genuinely want to like absorb everything around me without feeling the need to, you know, show everybody what I'm doing or show everybody where I am. Um, and I just like that. I felt very, very, very connected to nature recently. I felt very, I felt very spiritual recently, actually. And I think maybe it's in that sense of, I've just felt so grounded. And maybe it is the perspective of everything that's happened. I just feel this massive draw to be in nature and be totally immersed in nature um, with no distractions at all and there's just something extremely therapeutic about that and extremely grounding about that I just feel like it puts so much into perspective I feel like it's really really good for my mental health and I just absolutely love it I, me and Greg went camping uh, a few weeks ago just like in the midst of everything that was happening we decided to go to Dumfries and we went camping and we brought like books with us and we didn't even touch them because we didn't feel the need to we just sat and like observed nature and it was really nice and don't get me wrong I think we'll definitely pick somewhere else in the future because if you've never been to like Dumfries and Galloway in the summer oh my god, bring a midgy net or a full bodysuit because <laughs> the midgies were absolutely insane and I was introduced to something called the longhorned beetle. Um, if you ever happen to see one or if you want to google one at some point in your life, it's longhorned beetle UK and it's like this giant beetle that flies uh, <laughs> and we didn't know what they were and um we're in the middle of nowhere, no phone signal or anything like that. Uh, so I couldn't even like Google it to see if it was poisonous or anything. So I just I had no choice but to be present in nature, which is a good thing. You know, you can't just Google everything all the time, um, which is another lesson that I'm learning. Uh, yeah, you see a big giant thing flying towards you and crawling up your arm. It was, um, it gave me a bit of a fright and I didn't know what it was. But yeah, definitely just be prepared for the bugs. But the views were absolutely gorgeous. Um, Galloway Forest, the International Park, it has dark sky status. 
so it was the clearest night and we were expecting kind of a galaxy sky because I know that's what you get out there and the moon was like really bright this night so we didn't quite get that but we did see you know the stars really clearly and it was absolutely gorgeous and it is so remote like in the middle of absolutely nowhere like the the forest there is just so vast and dense there was nobody around um in the middle of the night we heard gunshots which was a bit scary <laughs> a bit scary um I don't know if somebody was on a deer stalk or what but about three in the morning we heard uh gunshots that gave us a bit of a fright as well <laughs> because we're in the middle of nowhere and it was just echoing around and it was <laughs> We had went with the intention of this being like really peaceful and no stress and it was just um yeah it it wasn't exactly that but it was the views were gorgeous but I think we'll probably pick better in the future. <laughs> I absolutely love going camping but it's definitely one of those trial and error things with location and a lot of places in Scotland particularly like the highlands and stuff like that are incredibly marshy um and the insects can just be a bit insane but the views are so worth it like last year we did Glen Funnin and traveled around um that area up northwest I believe it is and it was absolutely stunning. Glen Funnin Viaduct is where the Jacobite steam train goes over which is the train from Harry Potter the scene where you know the the train from Harry Potter the Hogwarts Express goes over the bridge that is the Glen Funnin Viaduct and that is the exact train that goes over people can take a tour of you know going on the train but we went and seen that I actually drove around the coast and didn't realize that I was driving almost alongside the train tracks I kind of followed the Hogwarts Express along the coast which was absolutely incredible and as a massive Harry Potter geek I was like a child like I was so so excited when I seen it it was ridiculous and there was a lot of there's a lot of scenery um in the Harry Potter films that were actually filmed in Scotland and I went and seen like Dumbledore's Island places like that I actually might upload some of those photos onto my Patreon and you can you can look at them yourself because that was oh my god that was my my dream uh so I I will I will actually do that I will upload some of the the photos onto that I do have a Patreon account um where you can subscribe to me it's five pounds a month and we can chat and stuff on there um I share bonus content um videos regarding sobriety and mental health just pictures from my life and I chat to you a bit more personally. If you do want to support my podcast, you can go and join my Patreon. I've posted a few things on there. I post like Minkin updates as well, because my two Minkin boys are four months old now and they are getting big. Got sidetracked, but I think the point I was trying to make is that nature is just so healing, I think, for mental health and being proactive regarding mental health for me involves getting out in nature and I've actually started running as well which is one of those things I always have to drag myself up and do but running in nature and just leaving my phone behind and it just it does something for my mental health I can't explain and that's what I kind of mean by being proactive I'm like I know that I will feel so much better after I do that it's just getting myself up and out and doing it and then it just gives me a totally different perspective and it makes me feel so much better and yeah I can just never go wrong with a run 
yesterday morning I went a run at about six in the morning and it was really really foggy and I went up um, into some hills and I was running along the hills it was super foggy in Scotland they call fog like the har which I'd never heard before it's like the har rolling in from the sea and stuff but like I call it fog or mist or whatever but it was all around the hills it was laying really low and it started to lift as I continued my walk but I I got to a point on the the run whenever I was like standing at the edge of the reservoir and I stepped down onto a stone and I was looking out across the reservoir and it was so foggy that it looked like I was on the edge of the world because I could just see the water in front of me and just absolutely nothing in the distance because it was so foggy um, and it just was quite incredible actually. I seen hares running about um, which was amazing. You just see such amazing wildlife at that time of the morning if you go out in nature and it's just really really rewarding. I seen a barn owl recently like scouring the fields for mice. It was just circling around and I'd, I'd never seen like barn owl properly in the wild apart from once when one flew towards my car in the pitch black of night but I didn't have it. It just gave me a fright because it was it was like fully flying straight at my windscreen like down the road in the pitch black and I had like my full beam on and <laughs> you can imagine the the fright that I got but it was quite amazing so that's kind of my update this week I just kind of wanted to chat about nature and mental health you know where I've been at I'm still off social media now and honestly it it really helps so much you know there's so many arguments for you know coming off social media and stuff and a lot of people would say well just just find balance with it and stuff but it's I think it's kind of like I see it the same way as when people tell me to try and find balance with alcohol you know I don't drink anymore and I'm like I just don't want balance I just don't want it like social media doesn't like I feel so much better without social media um just like not being on it at all even if I'm using it sparingly there is always something that's going to like catch my eye or get into my head and I think just being completely present without the influence of seeing what other people are doing or even just being like subtly manipulated by advertisements not having that at all just brings a clarity to my head that I just can't describe and you know maybe even try it just to to see what I'm talking about if you like deactivate or your you know Instagram or social media accounts for like maybe even just a week or you know remove the apps as long as you don't like go on and check them on your browser and stuff just take yourself away for a week or two and see the difference just not having that constant distraction it just you're so much more productive you're so much more focused like you start focusing on what's around you instead of what other people are up to it's just nice it's just nice and you start focusing on what's happening in you know your current life you're not seeing what everybody else is up to and if you are seeing what other people are up to it's because you're checking in on your friends and seeing how they are doing or checking in your family and people that you know are important around you and not like what the Kardashians are doing this week you know it's just it's just it's like that um I think I'm going to leave it at that. I will do another re-update soon. I am going to get back into podcasts. Now I did say in the last episode that I would see when I felt really update for getting back into podcasting properly. And I'm feeling ready now. I'm feeling quite 
excited to just jump back in and podcast regularly and chat about mental health, chat about mindfulness, um, talk about, you know, my journey quitting social media, my sobriety journey, and let you know how it's getting on. And I'm excited to do that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Like I said before, if you want to join me on Patreon, I'll leave the link below. I'll also leave an email address if you want to come on the podcast and chat to me. Send me a wee email and I'll get you on. If you don't want to join me on Patreon, but you still would like to support me like on a once-off basis, uh, I do have a Buy Me A Coffee page that I'll also link and you can just do like a one-off donation if you want to support my podcast and you know help me out because obviously podcasting it takes time it takes money for equipment and you know the editing all the editing software and stuff like that so I really do appreciate whenever people do support the podcast if they find it useful and you do not even have to do any of that this podcast is completely free and you know it just it's just a way to support me if you really want to if you do not want to donate anything you absolutely do not have to you can support me by giving this podcast a rate and review if you rate it five stars if you really enjoy it that boosts my podcast and that also really helps as well so these are just a few things you can do to support my podcast that I really appreciate but you do not have to do any of these things you are more than welcome to listen as much as you want this podcast is always free it's just if you want bonus content or you want to give me a wee boost by giving me a rating review but thank you so much look after yourselves and I'll chat to you next time bye